Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, hi everybody. Hello, hi, hello, hello, hello. I have some fabulous news. <gasps> Talk to me, please. For the last 10 years, I have been in a relationship with a man that has always made me feel... No, he hasn't made me feel anything. Of the two of us, I am perhaps the more idiotic. I know you're in a similar <laughs> position yourself. So Thank you. Uh, it, rude, but okay. <laughs> but thanks. I don't disagree. Um, so... <laughs> When he himself is a bit of an idiot, nothing, and I mean nothing, brings me more joy. Yes. Earlier this week, we we were walking down the street, and for reasons best known to ourselves, we were talking about my bum hole, because that's just something that happens. Why not? Why not? And as a direct quote, he said the words to me, isn't there a cat in Egypt called a sphincter? Wait, well, uh, no, hang on, wait. Isn't there a cat in Egypt called the Sphincter? There is, there fucking is. <laughs> no, there's fucking not, Al. There's one called the Sphinx. The Sphinx, that's it. I was like, this feels so right, but also so wrong. And the Sphincter is in your urine. No, no, it's in your bladder. No, your Sphinx no. is your butthole. Oh. This is not, this is, this wasn't quite the reception I foresaw. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. H- hang on. I'm sure sphincters was to do with the bladder. I'm oh, sure the sphincters We have the lots butthole. of sphincters. Oh my God. We have over 50 types of sphincters in the human body. Is one of them the butthole? Yes. One of them is the internal anal sphincter. Stunning. And one of them is a cat in Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I love that. Oh my god, that's so like my vibes. That's so Alex <laughs> I mean, vibes. That's such an that. Alex moment. <laughs> We're so on the same page. I love I it. I loved it. Okay, I can delete that out of my notes now. I've just had that as the headline. Isn't there a cat in Egypt called a sphincter? <laughs> <sighs> so good. Um Oh, I've got an embarrassing story from my sister, and I'm desperate to tell it, but but, and I know this is really annoying for everyone, but they will hear it when the recording airs. I want to save it for the live show because she's going to be there and I'm working on getting her to tell the story. At the moment, she's like, absolutely fucking not. I will never tell that story as long as I live. Which sister? One of the twins, Sophie. Interesting. It's to do with the doctors. Oh, I've got to stop. I've got to stop. I've got to stop. I'll go too far. Um, I, I don't think it's, a, I, do, I, I don't think it's an, an absolute no. She's saying it is, but. I don't know. I just feel like I can wear her down. Everybody's got their price. Exactly. Everybody's got their price. My price. Oh my god! You know my brother. My brother's price is so low. He was talking about it the other day. It's like there is. He was like, "There's nothing I wouldn't do for five hundred pounds." What? <laughs> nothing. He honestly. He's like, it's such a good amount. Of, like he's like, yeah, it's fine. Five hundred. I'm not going to turn up my nose. Turn my nose up to anything. Anything for five hundred. There's nothing I wouldn't do. And I have given him some things. 
He's like, yeah, I'll do it. I can think of five million things I wouldn't do for £500. Well, it turns out that's not your price. But that's what I mean. Everybody's got a price. His is just pretty low. In, in, in the scheme of like, would you eat another human's poo? He's like, yeah. Never. Yeah. Never. That no. Finn, no. Not for anything. Not for anything. You wouldn't. Yeah, have for something. I never for something, but not for five hundred pounds. Not for like, something. You could get really sick, and it would cost you more than five hundred pounds to sort oh, yourself out. You'd be fine. I, I'm, I'm, You'd be I'm, fine. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm. I am not ingesting. Absolutely not. No. No. I would eat. Just I'd eat like a teaspoon full of your poo for about hundred grand. Yes. Yeah. I would do it for hundred. Maybe grand. even less. Maybe yeah, less. Do it for 50, Fifty grand. Twenty. I do it for twenty. I do it for twenty. Why am I? Why am I talking? If someone's offered me a hundred, why have I? I would do it for ten, down? right? I think. Right. If we could find someone incredibly rich to sponsor, <laughs> sponsor this. this. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do a GoFundMe? <laughs> <laughs> you need a, just a scoop. Emma and Alex are really using their platforms for good. <laughs> They're making real change in the world. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> change.org Fun, funders help eat each other's poo oh fuck oh wait a teaspoon are you talking heaped or flat uh, flat I suppose okay. I've got I've got I've got actual sick in my esophagus it's come up it's it's that's a sphincter and there's an esophageal sphincter Sphincter's everywhere. Sphincter has opened, and there is now sick, sick in my esophagus. <laughs> um, a, a flat teaspoon is better than a heaped. Look, in reality, if someone was standing here with five thousand pounds, right, and it was five thousand pounds from someone bad, you know, someone that I didn't mind taking money off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So standing here with five thousand pounds and a flat teaspoon of your poo, I think I might do it for five thousand. Out, you really stuck your nose up at Finn with his five hundred, and you're creeping your way <laughs> That's down. That's my there. limit. That's my limit. That's my limit. Five thousand. Oh, could you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to go on a nice holiday afterwards, just to sort of sleep it off. I wonder if there's any kind of emotional trauma involved in eating someone else's poo, though. Could be. I don't think so. Bisto, our rescue dog from Romania, eats his own shit, and he seems different. Absolutely That's fine. different. But I like the sentiment. Oh my god! Can I just say, really sad. A bit of my breast milk fell yeah. on the floor the other day fell on the floor I don't really know how it got anywhere there was some of my breast milk on the floor my mum's house she's got five dogs two of them are Labradors and one of them like I've just said eats his own shit on the regular and I was like when my breast milk fell on the floor I was like as I always do when something goes on the floor come on dogs like come and clean it up the labs were like ew I have never I have never seen them ew anything I have seen them eat Everything, including nappies, dirty nappies. I'm like, right, you've got no problem with it when, it, with it when it's been through a human, but it's just the source you've got a problem with. So none of the labs ate it, and I was like, well, Bisto, my trusted friend, my confidant, he will eat it. And he literally got there, the dog that eats his own shit, and just turned his face up at it, just walked away. So I was like, right, well, let's get a fucking cloth then, will I? A kitchen towel. What's the point? I know the dogs as well that like inhaled like pill contraceptive yeah, pills. The, yeah, these like... are the dogs. The ones that have eaten the contraceptive pills. They've eaten rat poison. They've eaten. They eat manure. They go out and eat manure every single chance they get. They roll in fox shit. Okay, I'm googling the dogs like breast milk. Okay, well they should. They shouldn't. Shouldn't Horrible be question. drinking it. <laughs> No shit, Al. 
but it doesn't say anything about them not liking it. Maybe it's just your. It was, I think it's just you. I think Don't it's just, give oh me my a god, complex. your breast milk okay. gross, man. <laughs> <laughs> How much did you have to be paid to try some of that? How much? Teaspoon. Yeah, I, I mean two hundred. Like I do for like fifty. I do. I mean, as if I haven't already done it. <laughs> like I did it. Yeah, free. I, 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 that wouldn't take me much. I don't think. No, I could probably just buy you a pistachio croissant. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just feel like there's not that. <laughs> I don't know. Breast milk doesn't like freak me out that much. I don't think. I mean, I wouldn't choose it, but no. like, I, it doesn't make me. Th- no, if you were at like a breakfast buffet and all inclusive, and it was just like <laughs> oat, soy, almond, cow, <laughs> breast. I'm going straight for, straight for the breast. <laughs> 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 gorgeous okay okay well, that's, good morning everyone <laughs> oh i just want to say yeah, good morning um i just want to apologize quickly if you can hear commotion in the background of my microphone my neighbors are still knocking down their house and rebuilding it and yes it's been three months um, um <laughs> i love how we loud. complain yes, about like oh when guests like not taking us seriously and then they you know they don't they don't want to come on because they don't think we're serious enough and then we're like how much would you how much would you have to eat eat my poo <laughs> to be paid you've got to balance it though right you've got to balance life light and shade it's actually heavy and darkness not it's not woke to pigeonhole women thank just you being one thing. yes we aren't simply hard-hitting journalists we are also sometimes but... weirdos <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no for fuck's sake. That's I know you're breastfeeding, but that's so gross. No one is going to believe that was me. No, no one. Not one listener. It's like, oh, I bet Em did that. Anyway. Anyway, have you got anything in the emails for us? I do. I do. Let's go serious. Okay. <clears throat> Hi, Em and Alex. I've been following both of you since I was in school. Wow. Wow. That is so cool. I'm struggling to work this out. Hang on. Okay, okay. We'll have context coming up. And I can't tell you how much your work has shaped me and helped me grow into the woman I am today. Oh my God. I love that so much. But I just imagine her as like incredibly misshapen. <laughs> <laughs> because we've, do, we've do, you those, do you remember the chocolates that like the ca- the, Der- the Cadbury's chocolates that go into like misshapes? They get sold as misshapes because they didn't make the cut. Like they weren't perfectly like shaped. I'm imagining one of those. Anyway. Um, <laughs> She's not like that. Sorry, sorry. She's not. She's do you perfect. know what I mean though? They were She's called misshapes. Perfect. I used to buy them at an outlet centre. Yeah, they are. They're called misshapes. Oh my God. I've never heard Have you of them. not? No, but do you know what? You want to know what I learned from my mum the other day? My mum used to work at, um, I can't remember, one of the sweet manufacturers. My mum's had so many jobs. She's like Nestor and Gavin and Stacey. It's like nothing she hasn't done. Anyway, she used to work at a sweet manufacturer. Can't remember which one. The one that made wine gums. Anyway, the yeah. black wine gums aren't a colour in and of themselves. They're just an amalgamation of all the other flavours that got slightly miscoloured no. or went wrong and then they just melt them all down and then they just make them black. No, no. Yep. Yep. Wait, so they don't have their own specific flavour? No, they're just an amalgamation of all the flavours. Shut up. Fucking She's such hell. a fountain of random it's knowledge. such random knowledge and I absolutely love it. Um, okay, well, there you go. Sorry, back to this girl sorry 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 um, yeah i'd really like to say just how important what you do is and how much it truly helps people oh god, i feel so bad that i just burped i'm so disgustingly as well yeah and then and then called her a misshape so actually <laughs> can we just go back and do a full redo on that and say what we should have said which is thank you so much we are hugely flattered if not slightly undeserving and, and we love you um 
Also, I've really recently gone through a breakup and as someone who lives in a house full of boys, you guys and your wonderful podcast have really been there in some of the low moments and made me laugh when I didn't feel like I could. So thank you so much. How? Oh my God. I'm so goosebumps oh now. God. We did not my question slash dilemma is about constantly seeking male validation. I've been in relationships since I was 15. I'm only 21 now, which... Ex- Okay, so she's been following us for at least three years because she leaves school latest 18, right? Yeah. So, oh, wow, she's, she's an og. And whenever I've been single, I found it really hard to not have validation, mainly about my appearance from a man. It hasn't even been two weeks since I was broken up with and I'm still heartbroken and ridiculously in love with him. Lol. <laughs> I love that. I love punctuating like trauma <laughs> and heartbreak and pain with lol. <laughs> That's my vibe too. Um But I found myself immediately going on Hinge and Tinder to find that validation. Do you have any advice for how to deal with this? Thank you. And some more lovely words. Okay, I love her. She's so nice. I would say, first things first, that is so fucking normal. Mm. And also, every fibre of my being that grew up in like the chick flick era dictates that you're doing exactly the right thing. Obviously, my like new feminism head is like, no, no. But instinctively that feels right because we are taught that like when you when you get knocked down you reapply your lip gloss and you get back up I get knocked down exactly like that's how you're taught to like deal with like you you get over one boy by getting under another you know like yeah. we do hear all of that and that's because we have been taught to believe that like our entire worth is determined by the interest that men have in us and that comes from a like a sociological standpoint as much as it comes from like a evolutionary one because technically at our core our point is to attract a man so we can procreate so I think first things first from an physiological standpoint don't beat yourself up because it is normal if one if it doesn't work out with one you've got to get back out there and make it work with another technically yeah until 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 feminism enters the chat and i guess that's where we're at now and you need to we one the woman kind (laughs) has to work out how to disassociate your worth from male validation which is a huge process in my opinion and i don't think i'm cured I don't think I'm cured. No, me neither. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. You know, looking back, I relate a thousand percent to this girl. Like, this is exactly how I was as well. Probably still would be, honestly. Like, if I suddenly became single, I imagine this is probably how I would be. I I think, but actually, I do think that... So, when I 
with my last relationship breakup, I met Dave really shortly after, like a few months after. And I got on Tinder and Bumble like straight away because that felt like, it felt like that's the right advice, you know, get over someone else by getting, get over someone by getting into someone else. Like that kind of made sense to me. Yeah, get take my mind off of it and like show me that there's like kind of life outside of like everything I, I thought I knew. Um, and in hindsight, I, I, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I didn't, I wouldn't do it differently because I met Dave, obviously. But if I could do it and still meet Dave, I wish I'd have just given myself more time, more space and just really been okay. Or like tried to get to a point where I was okay with being by myself. Actually, I'm feeling like this is two different things, not necessarily male validation, but like, I don't know, a fear of being alone. No, I think it is. <laughs> But I think you have to learn to be, and and I say this as someone who has never been on my own. I've been without. I mean, in my adult life, I've been with Alex since I was eighteen. Yeah. And like, I have kind of existed with the background assurance that I have this validation at the very least from him forever. So I've always had that. So I know I'm coming from a position of like. Gonna say privilege for lack yeah, of another word, mean. but for, like because yeah. you know, a posi- I'm coming from a unique-ish, posi- well, not unique, but I'm coming from a certain position. Um, but I do think whether it's through male valid, okay, um, the only thing I can relate this to is my jaw, and actually to my postpartum body. I've been two times in my life, but particularly my jaw, where I felt ugly, not like oh I'm insecure, like because not uh, like not like I was as a teenager where I was like oh I'm so ugly and no boy's gonna fancy me and that kind of insecurity I felt more like grotesque because my face was like fucked and there was no way that anybody unless they had a real perversion for like the obscene was going to find it attractive and it did Frankenstein exactly that there will be some way like I had my I had a niche but that was not the mainstream flavour du jour you know what I mean so I had to really sit with myself and look for my worth in other areas that weren't my appearance and that was really important a part of my life and my growth and it is a bit different in but but it did mean that I had to look within and find as cheesy as it sounds a bits of myself that were really beautiful that weren't societally approved of and I think um, I'm not in massive into journaling because I think it's a little bit wanky when I try and do it. I don't think it's wanky when other people do it. When I do it, I'm like, well, I feel like a knob. <laughs> but taking stock in whatever form that is for you, taking stock of what your best bits are to you, like the things you really, truly, at your core, see in yourself, love about yourself and know to be true the like listening to the Megan Rose Lane episode recently like I think that's kind of what when we talked with her about like having to be sure of who you are as a person but there will be so many things about you that you can validate that you just you'll be taking for granted but the fact that you're a good friend the fact that you're funny the fact that maybe you can cook or you're good at driving or you know little things that you don't feel like what that 
a massive, but finding those things and validating yourself for those things is a really good place to start because I think then your own self-worth goes up a level. And also you can massively compliment yourself physically as well. Like I've got lovely eyes, I've got lovely this, I dress really well, I've got great whatever. But as long as you can start seeing these things in yourself and you can start celebrating and acknowledging these things in yourself, I think that's a really good place to start in building your own ecosystem when it comes to validation so you don't have to reply rely on on it exter- coming from external yeah. sources and what i will say as well is that it is already it is so cool that you recognize this i mean she's 21 years old and recognizing this it's taken me till now at 34 to be like yeah do, do you know what like I, I i think there's a bit of an issue there i never saw it you know so it's so cool that you can see it and I, f- I feel like that's already like you're already halfway there that that's probably not, true, not halfway but you're already a good way there <laughs> you're, you're 50 the percent there no I can't I don't know that but you are definitely on your way because that is really cool to recognize something and it's the first step to fixing anything anything so I think that's really cool 100 percent. and also yeah. just don't beat yourself up for feeling like that like no you know it's it is really convoluted because we are at an age of feminism where you've got the older generation being like catcalling's a compliment and you've been brought up with that school of thought of like if a boy fancies you he'll be mean to you like Mm. the male gaze has been thrust upon you not just in terms of the men but in terms of how women around you have spoken about the way that men look at you but we were joking earlier this week with Daisy about her hair because you know she's got like her very cool hair that would make me look honestly so sad if I had Daisy's hair mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just look everyone would be like whoa what happened <laughs> is she okay um but <laughs> Daisy looks so cool she's got a little pixie cut so and cool. my sister was like oh Daisy I love your hair and then Daisy's like yeah I did it last year but then I got into a massive spin about am I doing this for the male gaze or whatever and she had, she was saying that she'd had this really big like internal like crisis about who she was cutting her hair for or growing her hair for and yeah that's like Daisy who is um in a relationship with another woman who is not trying to find attention from men and it's still part of her thought process so I just I think don't underestimate the effect that this culture has had on you and yeah don't beat yourself up and if it makes you feel good to get swiped or whatever the kids are calling it on the apps <laughs> then go get swiped I, f- I feel like it's not swiping anymore I know and I also feel like I was going to be like like a credit card as if anyone swipes a credit card anymore we don't do that we just tap <laughs> I don't even have a credit card we just double tap face ID go get face ID'd doesn't have the same ring to it go get tapped that sounds sexual that does you sound do that sexual too if you want. I like it but also we love you thank you for the kind words like that's made my day <laughs> I love you too thanks for being an OG Let's finish off with an embarrassing story. Okay. Hi, you wonderful people. Thank you. First off, let me start with this. You are... Oh, okay. Oh my God, more praise. I swear I haven't chosen these for the praise. I actually normally skip the first paragraph and just like read like to get to the meat of it. But no, I need it. I'm actually feeling really anxious today and that there's no point to me and that everybody hates me and that I'm just oh a my God, waste of space. So... Snapsies. Cool, 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 cool. cool. <laughs> love this for us we read the praise out we need it <laughs> um hi you wonderful people first off let me start with this you are in capitals lifesavers 
Honestly, you are the, in capitals, one thing that can calm me down and ground me during anxious times and making me feel like things are maybe not that scary after all. Oh, Listening. I'm actually crying. I've actually oh, you are? <laughs> <laughs> How sweet. Oh, my God. This is so nice. Carry on, oh, sorry. Um, oh. <laughs> Um, listening and let's be honest laughing out loud in inappropriate places to your banter and all the wonderful and funny interviews feels like getting a hug from great friends that is literally all we could ask for I would love to give this girl a hug I, know, I would love a hug too. right now I wish there was someone to hug oh. <laughs> do you want to get the baby <laughs> I've got Boo at a hanger my other baby oh there you go that's good your firstborn Come on. She's like, oh, fucking hell, I thought I was done with this. I thought <laughs> now the human one was here, you'd leave me alone. <laughs> no such luck. <laughs> my stupid human, he's stupid <laughs> emotional support. Okay. Look, look at her face. She's so sick of my shit. <laughs> Fuck's sake. This is a tired dog. <laughs> okay, so this is why, drum roll please, I present to you the most embarrassing story of my life so far in return. Very sorry for the length though. Okay, buckle in. Backstory. This happened when I was a fresh 20-something. I'm 30 now. And my big sister and her then fiancé, now husband, my sister and her, and her, okay, lived with my parents and me for a while until they found a house of their own. I was out with friends and my sister and drinks were flowing. I was already so drunk before we even headed out of my friend's home that I went through all their stuff laughing manically i want to know all your dirty secrets <laughs> I love her. Oh my God. <laughs> amazing um please note that i've been an anxious person since the day i came out of the womb relate so this is not at all how i would behave under normal circumstances so far so drunk good, good. <laughs> yep <laughs> we then headed to the city but had to put in a pit stop because i needed the loo Sadly, the public toilets were down a long flight of stairs and clumsy and drunk as I was, I tumbled down those (laughs) stairs and apparently took my sister along with me. I've got no (laughs) recollection of this, but I have to believe the bruises I had the next day and my friend's explanation of events. We were all fine, but not only are there CCTV cameras there, but a guy I had a huge crush on at the time saw the whole thing and I tried to act like nothing at all had just happened. Nope, the embarrassment does not end there. As I was too drunk for anything, my sister had our dad pick us up to go home. Once we got there, I proceeded to go to the downstairs bathroom to pee slash poo, who knows, and simultaneously... <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Uh, and and simultaneously throw up in the sink next to me at this point all I wanted was my bed which was up two flights of stairs from where I was so I jiggled on trying to get up there as best as I could about halfway which I found weirdly hard to do so I decided to go on all fours I realized amid my drunkenness that I had not pulled my pants up not even my undies and she was on all fours and my bum was just out there for all to see and who was there to witness the whole ordeal? Yes, of course, my sister's fiance. I've no idea how I made it to bed in the end, not to mention how I survived to look my sister's now husband in the eyes ever again. But so far I lived and I'm very proud of that, if not the events themselves. So there you have it. I'm thankful I at least managed to wipe my bum. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so it was a poo. That's so it was you. a poo. <laughs> but I need, I need to know where he was standing because if she was crawling naked up the stairs... That is cheeks parting up, up. He's got the view from below. The vibe I'm getting is that he was standing below. Hence why she was happy that she'd wiped her bum. 
He saw a sphincter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. This episode is so sphincter heavy. (laughs) This episode sponsored by sphincters. (laughs) Much. For all Um, your restricting needs. Um bless her. Bless her. Not ideal. Honestly, falling down the stairs is one of the funniest and most embarrassing things that can happen to a human being. They're they're standing and then they're going. Like, they're up and then they're down. It's... I remember I did a thing... Actually, it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I'm going to see if I can do it again. I did a thing on my Instagram a couple of years ago of... Do you remember when I fell? I don't know if you remember this very specific. I fell on a run and I tried to get... I've got a scar on my shoulder still from it. And I tried to get the CCTV footage and I couldn't get it. And then my followers started sending me CCTV footage of them falling. Oh my god! And one girl sent it of her falling down the stairs. And it, I every time I'm the poor woman, every time I'm sad, I watch it. (laughs) (laughs) You love that stuff. You're sick. I live for it. I live for it. You are the kind of person that loved. Oh my god, what was it called? You got, fr- you've you got framed. framed. You've been framed. Yeah. Do you know me and my brother used to try and set each other up for you've been framed? Oh like we try god. and stage You're things. You're sick. You're sick. No, 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 we'd try and like stage it like we'd act. Like we'd be oh. we'd be skateboarding and then I'd be like, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna throw myself off and then we could send oh it and make two hundred and fifty pounds. It's sticking to my brother's theory of there's nothing that he wouldn't do for five hundred pounds. Oh, that I would love to see. The footage of that. Oh no, just watch as I oh, tumble. Oh no, I've fallen. How how embarrassing. <laughs> Silly old me. <laughs> what am I like? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Oh no, you filmed it. Also, it wasn't like in the day where you might just coincidentally be filming something on an iPhone, like you're there with the V. CR. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19. Like a, a proper with your hand like yeah. put through the little through the velcro. Handle, through yeah. The velcro. Yeah, no, I hate I hated you've been framed. I hated it. I couldn't bear watching. I felt sick to my stomach. What? Why? Because I I because I knew something was about to happen bad to these people and I just couldn't <laughs> bear it. I was like, oh my god, you've got no idea what's coming, and it's something bad, and like, ah, oh, there it is. I hated it. Oh my oh god. No, I live for it. I live for it. You're up and then bam, you're, you're down. It's you're a metaphor sick. for life. <laughs> I do I watched too much casualty as a child. Cause the other day, like I saw a little oh, girl no. like like bicycling. It was the most idyllic, picturesque scene on a Sunday morning of a little girl cycling around like the sort of just out of her front door and her dad was up a ladder and I just looked and I was like something is about to go terribly wrong Emma <laughs> <laughs> it didn't I mean you're not wrong but it, that is so casualty I, 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 I couldn't so watch casualty. either because it's like oh let's start off the episode with like they're hanging out in their home having a lovely time lovely happy family suddenly like bam yeah, don't get attached Honestly, the minute, like, there were anything, like, I was like, she's picked up a pair of scissors. I'm like, well, your fucking curtains for you. Horrendous. So, uh, you're out. It's been nice <laughs> knowing you. Scissors. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> uh, okay, so well, there you go. Anyway, yeah. Thank you all for I'm, listening. I was going to say sick and perverted, but I actually, I'm, I'm going to retract. I'm going to retract. I'm, I'm not. I that. co-sign, I co-sign I am, that. Not a pervert. <laughs> you are sick, though. Um, <laughs> Undoubtedly. Thank you all for listening. Remember to submit your own Is It Just Me's or Embarrassing Stories, if you'd like, on the Instagram account, at Should I Delete That. Or you can email your submissions to Should I Delete That Pod at gmail.com. And we will see you on Monday. See you on Monday. Love you loads. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening. Should I delete that? It's part of the ACAST Creator Network. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, (laughs) you, you were different. Like you were real different. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Acast.com.